السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلی علی رسوله الکریم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم رب اشرح لي صدری ویسر لي امری وحلل عقدتا من لسانی یفقه قولی سبحانک لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انک انت العلیم الحکیم اللہم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللہم منفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Amin. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla that today we continue with Surah Al-Ahzab from verses 54 to 58. To recap and summarize yesterday's lesson, Almighty Allah Jalla mentions to Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you have an option. Either you can practice on the turns or either you can delay and take who you want. But the exalted character of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was he made justice with his honorable wives and spouses. Similarly, it was not permissible for the Master وسلم, now to get married to other wives. Eleven wives in total, two passed away during the lifetime of Habibuna وسلم, Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha and thereafter Sayyidah Zainab bint Khuzayma radiallahu anha and then the nine passed away after the demise of the Master وسلم, all of them are buried there in Medina Munawwara Besides Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha, she is buried there in Mu'allah, the famous graveyard cemetery in Makkah Mukarramah. And Sayyidah Maimuna radiallahu anha, 20-25 kilos or so, that out of Makkah Mukarramah, the place is called Sarif, Sin Rafa, Sarif. So remember that she is buried there. Uh, the rest of the wives, nine of them, all buried there in Baqi. So we should understand that as well. Then when we invited the Sahaba, invited to the house of Mustafa sallallahu for meals, so after you eat, then you must disperse. Not that, wala musta'anisina li hadith. Do not get familiar and familiarize yourself with gossip and discussions. And So remember that once it happened like that, that the Sahaba said that let us sit here and it's a Mubarak place we talk. And obviously the aim was not to cause harm to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi but inadvertently, unintentionally, that's what happened. And Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is a noble and exalted character. He did not want to tell them anything. So Almighty Allah says, no, you must go. You can't be staying there. So all this is etiquette for me and you. <coughs> We just go to a hospital to visit the sick and we will joke and laugh and so forth. 
cause so much harm to the patients there in the clinic hospital. Not permissible. We go as guests and so forth, then we sit for two, three, four hours. So we're causing harm to the family, to the host. Not permissible. Yes, they tell you. Then it's a different issue. And Islam, there is parda, there is hijab, the man not looking at the women, women not looking at the man, no physical contact, your hearts remain purer and their heart, the female's hearts also remain purer. And then it's not permissible to cause any harm to the master, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And no one is allowed to marry any of the spouses and honorable wives of Nabi alayhi salam after his demise. They were honorable mothers. Chapter 33, verse number 6. وَأَزْوَاجُهُ أُمَّهَاتُهُمْ Today's lesson, chapter 33, surah Ahazab, verses 54 to 58. Almighty Allah states, In tubudu shay'an awtukfuhu, if you expose anything, you say it publicly, you pronounce it in front of people, awtukfuhu, or you conceal it and hide it, caucus meeting, keep it a secret. So remember whatever you do, your speech, your actions, your thoughts, everything is known. Hence all Allah has knowledge of everything, past, present, future. His knowledge is all embracing, all encompassing. Nothing is obscure and hidden and concealed from all Allah Jalla Wala. All the entire Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah say, Wa ilmuhu fi kulli makan, that his knowledge is of everything and all places, all times, all places. So therefore we should know that Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, nothing is hidden from him. So we tell people, keep it a secret. But Allah Ta'ala knows, Ya alamu al ayuni wa ma sudur. He knows the eyes that are disloyal. We fool our wives, our children. I'm looking at that mountain, at that scenery. But all the time we're looking at a bikini. We're looking at a stickini. We're looking at that woman, that woman. Allah forbid. And Ya alamu al ayuni wa ma sudur. And whatever we are hiding in the inner recesses of our hearts, that also is known. That is the grace and mercy, benevolence of Allah. He will only question us for that, what we said or what we did. He won't question us regarding for our thoughts and so forth and so on. Because many a time that is beyond our control, it just comes and disappears. Almighty Allah is speaking about one is hijab and parda with ajanib. So you must remember your wife, your sister, your daughter, your mother. I've got nothing to do with her. So hijab, parda is compulsory. They have to cover their entire body, their head, their face, their hands, everything. Only the rest and that can be exposed. Even the feet have to be covered compulsory according to Shafi's, Maliki's, Ambali's. Hanafi say below the ankles and so forth, if that portion is exposed, so it is permissible. But ihtiyat and precaution definitely is what majority jurists and scholars say. So that is the first one. A woman in front of strange men and a man in front of strange women. Second one will be that who is the mahram. Mahram means the male that he cannot marry that lady, no now, no any time in future. 
So in front of her maharim, so then she can expose her beauty and so forth. Remember that. So to a certain extent, from above the bosom, the breast, to below the knees, that portion must be covered. But let's say her arms are open, or for example, her hair is open, or the portion below the knees, the ankle, all that beneath the ankle is exposed. So then there will not be a sin. It doesn't mean she must walk around like that, but if it happens, you must remember there'll be no sin so one is in front of strangers one is in front of the maharim so that will be like a father brother son and so forth nephew and third one will be husband wife so between husband wife there's no parda no hijab but I don't mean now they run around naked and in the nude without clothes and so forth, remember. So it means that that when you have conjugal rights and you intimate, then also hadith in Mibdi Majah and Mishkat and various compilations that teach us that do not behave like animals, use a sheet and a cover and a blanket or whatever depending on the season. La junaha alayhinna There is no sun upon them, upon the women. Fi abaihinna that they expose their beauty in front of their pa- their fathers. So father, it means but it's plural because we are addressing all the ladies. Al Quran yufasiru baaduhu baada. The Quran Sharif, you must remember, it explains some verses are explained by other verses. So go to Surah Nur in chapter twenty-four and verse number thirty-one, and then you will find. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala using the same words, very similar, similar words, and explaining to us all these issues. So Almighty Allah says, you the ladies, you can't be exposing your beauty to all and sundry that's haram. So in chapter 24, verse 31, Almighty Allah states, Wala yubadina zinatahunna, do not expose your beauty. Illa libuulatihinna, except to your husbands. O abaihinna, to your biological father. O abaibuulatihinna, your father-in-law. So the list goes on. So see here, la junaha alayhinna, there's no sun upon the lady when she exposes some of her beauty. Fi abaihinna, in the presence of her biological father. Wala abanaihinna, when she exposes her beauty in front of her biological son, or you must remember foster son and so forth. Wala ikhwanihinna, and there'll be no son in front of her brother. So brothers will be three types, full brother, that they share the same parents, or consanguine brother, akhunli abin, so where you share the same father, or uterine brother, where you share the same mother, so all will be included there. Wala abanai ikhwani hinna, and your brother's sons, so your nephew, so your brother's son, your nephew, so there you expose your beauty because you are the auntie, so therefore it will be permissible. Wala abanai akhawati hinna, and there'll be no son in front of your sister's son, so you will become the khala, the masi, the auntie, maternal auntie, so therefore there also there will not be any son. But I explained to you, this doesn't mean that you just walk around half three quarter naked, no. 
the portion from above the bosom, the breast to below the knees, that must be covered. That is the fatwa. Yes, the arms and the hair, of example, below the knee and so forth, that can be exposed. But it don't mean now also all the time. Now you carry on like that. So we must have some common sense, although common sense is no more common. Wala nisa ihinna. Some ulama translate this, that in front of the kafirat, that in front of the non-Muslim lady, then also you must cover your head, you must cover your arms, all that. So we will say that that is, you must remember what we will say, taqwa, and so forth, and precaution. Otherwise, fatwa is Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sahib, the Grand Mufti of Pakistan, wrote in Ma'arif al-Quran, Wala nisa'inna means that the women who are pious and so forth, so you should be mingling with them, not with every lady and so forth, because when you adopt company of bad people, they have an impact on you also. So it means that Muslim lady, non-Muslim lady, so remember from above the navel to below the knees, that must be covered and so forth. Now look at today's Zamana and this day and this age. I can't believe it, you know. But it's the reality on the ground. We couldn't think of all these things 20, 30 years ago. So the lady says, I want to go for a bikini. So first of all, when I started receiving that queries, I couldn't understand the query. So what do you mean you want to go for a bikini? Meaning they want to go to another lady and then there at the bottom and so forth, meaning the bikini shaving and bikini dust and that this woman got laser and I don't know what then what. So we have to explain to you all these things here. Therefore our mother Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha used to say, Rahim Allahu Nisa al-Ansar. Allah Jalla Wala have special mercy on the women of the Ansar, the women of Medina. Ma mana ahunna al hayau ayatafakahana fiddin. They are shame and modesty which is natural in a woman who not prevent them from understanding the deen. Imagine sometime they would bring the kursuf like the paid or they would bring the underwear and show Ya Rasulullah sallallahu sallam is this hayz, is it istihada and all. All this you will find different, different ahadis and so forth. So to learn the deen. So now you women, I don't say all obviously, some who go for the bikini laser by another lady, all absolutely, totally haram it is. That is no excuse at all, you must remember. It's just case of basic laziness. So, wala malakat aymanuhun, wala ma malakat aymanuhun, and what your right hand owns. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala used to say, la tahurran nakahadil ayah, this portion here must not deceive you. Hiya fil inas la zukur. It don't mean now you have a lady, right? She is the mistress, like a master. How a man has a female slave, so he can sleep with her and so forth. But for the lady, remember, she has female slaves, so fine. So there... <coughs> They just keep one another covered from above the breast to below the knees. But what about the male? If she, the owner, is a female, and you say for male master and woman mistress, so, and she has a male slave, remember that parda is compulsory. Bring it in this day and this age. They are not slaves. There's different things. Sometimes people treat them as slaves. But remember in our homes, and especially in the wealth and rich, you will find and famous that they have a cook 
and he's a strange male, and they have a driver, strange male, and they have a gardener, strange male, and all this, they don't bother about parada and hijab. I'm speaking of good, good homes. Remember all that is haram. That somebody's wife is interacting with a gardener daily, interacting with a driver, she and the driver go here and there everywhere. Did not Nabi alayhi salatu salam say, that لا يخلوان رجل بمرأتين إلا وثالث ما الشيطان. When you have a strange male, strange female, and they're alone, so she's going here and there, go to the shop, go to the market, supermarket, all. The third party there is shaitan. How many times it happened? The marriage broke because of things happening. So the cook is right inside the house. So he knows everything. And when the husband is gone, she is alone with the wife. He is alone with the daughter. So, so Islam wants to protect your home, not to destroy your home. So do not make mistake. That is women to women only. Wattaqeen Allah. Fear Almighty Allah, ladies. Inna Allah kana ala kulli shayin shahida. Verily Almighty Allah Jalla wala, is all observing and seeing everything and witnessing everything. Study the entire Qur'an Sharif, Surah Fatiha, chapter opening chapter, to Surah An-Nas, 114 chapters, 6,236 verses, 540 ruku. You will not find a single place where Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala commands me and you ordinary people, mortal sinners, you must do something and Allah out of His benevolence, grace and mercy does something similar because nothing of Almighty Allah resembles creation and nothing of creation resembles Almighty Allah none in the universe is equal to Allah in any aspect, in any respect except salawat al-nabiyyil mustafa sallallahu sallam salutations and sending salam upon nabi sallallahu sallam imagine so how exalted is the master sallallahu sallam he was he is he always will be habib allah the most beloved to all mighty allah jalla wala wa rafa'ana laka dhikrak Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam We elevated your name nami Your ismigrami Chapter 94 verse number 4 Subhanallah That you see after that the tafsir And commentary Iza dhukirtu dhukirtama'i When my name is taken Almighty Allah's name Then your name follows La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah We say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then Adhan Iqama Ashadu Allah Ilaha Illallah Thereafter Ashadu Anna Muhammadar Rasulullah So all this is there to show us how Allah elevated the Master. Now if you want books on this Allama Sakhavi Rahimullah wrote Al-Qawlul Badi Hazrat Shaykh Hazrat Mawlana Muhammad Zakariya Shaykh Al-Hadiz Nawwar Allah Marqadahu wrote Fadhaila Durood Sharif other ulama wrote books and so forth. Hazrat Tanwi Rahmatullah wrote Zadu Sa'id. So like that, so many ulama have written books and so forth. So daily read Durood Sharif. Did you ever wonder, ponder what is the meaning of Durood? Sharif is Arabic. Durood. Sharif means honorable. But remember, Durood is not Arabic. It is Farsi, Persian, what the Iranians speak. 
And it actual meaning, the philology, history of it is this. When you have a harvest, you have a bumper harvest, bumper crops. So now you are going to cut it and then sell it to the market. Maximum amount of profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, in minimum time. So that is Durud. So ulama use the word Durud Sharif to read upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We read little while and we receive optimum maximum reward in this world is a bonus and the real handsome optimum maximum reward in the year after. Win-win situation. When we make dua and recite dua, praise Almighty Allah Jalla Wala first. Thereafter, read Durood Sharif Salawat upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ulama have written how Allah will not reject Durood Sharif because we're sending salutations, peace upon the most beloved to Almighty Allah. With the barakah and blessing of that, our duas will also get accepted. Imagine that. So read abundantly. Shortest Durood Sharif Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sallallahu with a sword. And Sallam with a scene. So see what Allah says. Inna Allah verily Allah Jalla Wala. So already the emphasis is there because it started with Inna. Wa malaikatahu and his special angels. Yuswalluna, they are sending. They are sending. Not that they were sending. No, all the time. They're sending salutations. Al-Nabi upon the Master, sallallahu alayhi wa Allah himself, the angels themselves. Special, special mercy from Almighty Allah, from the angels, Ya Allah, elevate the Master more and more and more and more. So you see the difference in the meaning than me and you. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu e iman walo. O you who believe 89 times. Swallu alayhi. Read salat and salutations. Alayhi upon the master sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallimu taslima. And read salam upon the master alayhi wa sallam. So if we are there in Medina Munawwara, we say, As-salatu wa-salamu alayka ya Rasulallah. As-salatu wa-salamu alayka ya Habiballah. As-salatu wa-salamu alayka ya Rahmatan lil-alameen. So word ya Khataman Nabiyyin. So all these attributes we must use. Hazrat Shaykh, Hazrat Muhammad Muhammad Zakaria, Nawrullah Marqadaw, I saw myself, cold winter's night, two and a half, three hours outside the masjid, out of the fence. Yeah, they brought the blankets, everything, Hazrat on a wheelchair, and reading Salat and Salam for two and a half, three hours. You know how Hazrat Shaykh used to read? As-salatu as-salamu alayka ya ayyuhal muzammil. He read the whole surah muzammil. As-salatu as-salamu alayka ya ayyuhal muddasir. He read the whole surah muddasir. As-salatu as-salamu alayka ya ayyuhal nabi. He read the whole surah tahrim. So like that, two and a half. Love for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. See, he passes away in Medina, buried where the Sahaba are, right, right, ah, right in front and so forth. So abundantly. So wherever we are, read Allahumma swalli wa sallim. Send salawat salutations and salam and peace upon Nabi al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When we do that, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will intercede for us. Shafa'ati 
My intercession is for the people of my ummah. It's authentic hadith in Tirmidhi. Who perpetrated, committed major, major crimes. We all are guilty. So remember, we require and we need a shafa'atul kubra, the greatest intercession, and that is of the Master, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah give us tawfiq. Every day we read Durood Sharif, salawat, and more so Thursday night and Friday, Laylatul Jumu'ah, Yawm al-Jumu'ah, authentic hadith in Ibn Majah. Increase the amount of Duru Sharif Salawat upon Nabiul Mustafa on a Friday. The best gift for the best of Allah's creation on the best day of the week. Subhanallah. So read and we'll be motivated, inspired. First we have Hukukullah, the rights of Almighty Allah. Thereafter we have Hukukun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And thereafter Hukukul Walidain, the rights of our parents. Then the Hukukul Muslimin and Muslimat. See Allah has mentioned. Verily those people who cause harm to Allah. So how can anybody cause harm to Allah? By committing kufr and blasphemy, they reject Islam, the articles of faith. They reject the oneness, uniqueness of Allah. They ascribe partners, associates, Allah forbid. They practice on nifaq, that outwardly they say Muslim, but inwardly nothing, they devoid of iman. How they cause harm to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We hear the the name of the Master Not even once we say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We don't practice on the Sunnah of Nabi We just consider Sunnah Salat all that inferior and just leave it out. Miswak we leave out Allah forbid. So every Sunnah when we practice immaculately, Fattabi'uni yuhbibkum. Allah. You become the beloved of all, Almighty Allah, Jalla wala. We are human beings, we have shortcomings. And all, Almighty Allah, will forgive you your sins. Chapter 3, verse 31. So this ayat here is for the non Muslims. That Allah Ta'ala curses them for dunya wal akhirah. What is the meaning of curse and la'anat? Allah deprives them of His special, special mercy. Al-Ib'ad and Rahmatillah al-Khasa. Allah Jalla wa'ala does not let His special mercy reach them. Therefore, they are dispatched to Jahannam and the hellfire forever, eternal doom and gloom. Allahumma jirna min al-nar, Allahumma fazna minum. So Allah Ta'ala curses them fi dunya wal akhirah in this world and the year after. Wa'addalahum adhaban muhina. Allah has already prepared for them a punishment that is humiliating, disgraceful. Allah protect us. And then today people, we go masjid and then you see so much noise kicking up a record. People don't bother that we play the kirat or the music. Music is haram. So we play all that so loudly. So double multiple sins. And those who cause harm to the believing men and believing women. Either with our tongue, either with our hands. Either we plotting, planning, scheming against them. Read Surah 29 verse 30. Rabbin surni alal qawmil mufsideen. Ya Allah, you assist me against the mischief makers, troublemakers. 
بِغَيْرِ مَكْتَسَبُوا Without any justification. We are harming innocent people with our cigarettes. We come and we smoke and then we come for salat. We cause harm to the angels. We call harm to the Muswalli's people there. We desecrate the sanctity of the masjid. Multiple crimes. بِغَيْرِ مَكْتَسَبُوا Without justification. بُخْتَانَا So indeed that person now is carrying بُخْتَانَا A huge accusation meaning a major sin as mentioned. So وَإِثْمًا مُبِينَا And it is a major major sin remember. Allah protect us and make us of those who pray P-R-A-Y to Almighty Allah and we do not pray P-R-E-Y on the creation of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala Ameen Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh